We also know that by applying sugar, what we're really doing is feeding fungi, feeding bacteria, feeding microbes. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. We're excited to have you tune in. This is Rod from A Better Way to Farm, where our goal is to help growers improve profits by increasing yields. And we are excited to have you be a part of today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about photosynthates, which is a real fancy word for, yep, sugar. You are correct. We're going to go into it. We've talked about sugar before, but not as deep as we're going to today. I want to spend some time with you here and talk about what it does, what does it do when we apply it, are we applying enough to move the needle as far as the sugar in the plant. So we started out in our career 30 years ago. My mentor was the individual who said, hey, we've been doing this. I want you to try it. So for 20 years, we ran test plots. And one of the replications was we planted soybeans and right beside it, we added a pound of sugar. And where we did that, the lowest yield increase we ever achieved was 1.9 bushel. Now, back in the day, we were just using granular sugar from the store. We started out using CNH pure cane sugar from Hawaii in 10-pound bags for our test plots. As we progressed and got bigger, we went to 50-pound bags from bulk food stores. But the process was the same. We took granular sugar, we mixed it into boiling hot water so we could get it to dissolve, and then we added that to our starter tank to go in furrow. It did work. It was a labor-intensive, a labor of love, I guess you will, to study the effects. And so we did this for many, many, many years, and we were continually looking for a sugar that was better and looking for a sugar that was easier to use. Now, we ran across a lot. We tested a lot of different sugars, and we had people talk about They have this theory that they had this sugar and they put this in with it and it did this and blah, blah, blah. But we could never come up with a sugar that would out yield just plain granulated sugar. And the other sugars were costing six, eight, ten bucks an acre. And granulated sugar at that time was about 60 cents an acre. So that didn't make any sense. Fast forward, we've came out with a new product and we'll talk about that later. The first thing I want to do is dispel a myth. I get a lot of people talking about, well, we put on sugar because that pound of sugar, that pint of sugar that we put on, you know, that's going to translate, equate into X number of bushels. And it may translate into bushels, but it's not because that sugar itself turns into a bushel of corn. Trivia question for you. How many pounds of glucose does a corn plant have to produce to make one bushel of corn? The answer 100 pounds of glucose must be produced. And we'll get into why it uses that in a bit. How many pounds of sugar does a soybean plant have to produce to produce one bushel of soybeans? The answer, 300 pounds. 300 pounds of glucose per bushel. So when I put on a pound of my sugar or a pound of any sugar or a pint of any sugar, I am not directly shoving that into the plant and generating big yield increases. But let's talk about how this works. We know that photosynthate is basically a word for the different forms of sugar, predominantly for glucose. And what happens in that plant? Well, during the day, through photosynthesis, 
that plant produces photosynthate. That plant produces glucose. And that in the plant, it's produced during the sunny days. And of a night when the sun goes down, then the plant robs off of that because that is the energy source that that plant needs to keep growing. That is the energy source that gives that plant the power to run its metabolism. And guys, we know that that plant metabolism is key for making everything happen. And so we want to make sure we have plenty of sugar. Now, the function of this, a lot of this photosynthate, we need to understand that in the early stages of a plant's life, it's about roots. It's helping with the roots. It's building the roots. And then in the vegetative stages, this photosynthate is helping with the shoots. It's helping with the leaves. It's helping with the foliage. And once we get to the reproductive stage, now the synthate is going in and it's helping with seed or fruit set. And so we want to make sure that we have adequate sugar. So I say all of that to say, okay, what happens when we put sugar on? Well, first of all, we have a very large number of people who are convinced that somehow putting on sugar is a buffer. And they put it on when they're putting on chemicals and they believe that they get a buffering effect of those chemicals when they do it. And I'm not going to say yay or nay, but I am in no position to argue with very successful farmers who use it for that purpose primarily and they love it. You know, most of our guys that are using sugar, they're going in and they're putting on one pint. When they plant, they put it in the seed trench. They're coming back every time they go out there and spray chemicals. Post-emerge, they're putting another pint on, another pint on, another pint on. And then when they're foliar feeding, they'll put the sugar in there yet again. Why are they doing that? Well, we know that it can act as a buffer, obviously. We also know that by applying sugar, what we're really doing is feeding fungi, feeding bacteria, feeding microbes. So what are we doing? We are not going to change the sugar content in that plant directly by putting on a pint of sugar. What we do intend to do is to feed the beneficial bugs that are there, and we go about that by putting on the sugar and helping those bugs out to reproduce and do better. What does that do? That, in turn, helps the plant to be healthier. That, in turn, helps the plant to do a better job in photosynthesis, and that, in turn, helps that plant to make more sugar, which makes the plant healthier, and that, in turn, helps that plant to continue to be successfully growing during the nighttime hours. If we're short on sugar in that plant, then our plant shuts down. It's kind of like having a solar-powered anything. Right at 10 o'clock at night, right after the sun went down in the summer, your solar-powered lights or your yard decorations or whatever, they're very bright. But if you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, some of them have went clear out, and some of them are a lot more dim. Why is that? Because, yes, the solar-powered panel on that decoration did capture sunlight, and it did generate electricity. But one of two things happens. We don't have enough battery capacity to store enough to get us through the night, or we just simply didn't produce enough to get us through the night. Either way, productivity of that yard decoration decreases as the night goes on. If we don't have enough glucose in that plant, that plant decreases in effectiveness as the night goes on. And so it's anxiously awaiting the sunrise 
so that it can go to work making more photosynthate so that it can do it again tomorrow night. Guys, this is a cycle that happens all through the growing season. I'm sitting here right now looking at some corn, and I know that today with the sunlight bright, it made a lot of photosynthate. And I know because of the stage that it's in, because it's in about R2, and now all of a sudden tonight, it's going to take all that glucose and continue to work and continue to help that plant metabolize correctly. And it's going to take that and it's going to start shoving it into the kernels on that corn. So it's really important to do that. Oftentimes, I talk about the fact that life is pretty easy. Figure out how it works. Get on the right side of it. Guys, we know how this works. We know that more sugar the plant produces, the better the plant does. The more sugar that it produces, the higher the yield. Guys, think about this. Every bushel of corn takes 100 pounds of glucose. So if we're going to grow 300 bushel of corn, we have to grow an enormous amount of glucose throughout the growing season. That's why that leaf width is so important. That's why all of those microbes are so important. We have to get on the right side of it. Feed the microbes, let them feed the plant, let the plant do a better job of making the photosynthate. And what do we do with our sugar? We actually are at both ends of the spectrum. We go out, we help that plant be more effective, which in turn leads to a whole bunch more glucose being in that plant to take it through the night. And when we produce that, we're going to increase yield. 100 bushel soybeans, the same thing. Every acre of soybeans that makes 100 bushel has to produce 30,000 pounds of sugar per acre. 300 bushel corn, same thing. We have to produce 30,000 pounds of glucose. So that's a daunting task for that plant to do. And we need to give it every advantage that we can. And that's where our sugar comes into play. Guys, our sugar has three different forms. We have glucose, we have fructose, and we have dextrose. So we're covering the bases there with the three different forms. We also have a fulvic acid in it, which I think most people will agree has benefits to the plant. And so, therefore, we have a product that covers you a lot of different ways. And the beautiful part to me is it's a liquid and it mixes. You really never lived until you tried to get 20 pounds of sugar to dissolve in a five-gallon bucket of hot water. Once you get it there, it stayed and it was stable. But getting to that point, that was painful. This product, it's a liquid. We put it in. It mixes readily. And we are off and running to the races. Guys, we appreciate you tuning in. If you have some questions on this, you want to reach out to us, you can call us at 641-919-1206. Feel free to send us a text at that exact same number. Our flagship is, was, and will be over on the Facebook page, A Better Way to Farm. And we encourage you to go over there. There are a lot of videos over there with a lot of information in them that's geared towards helping you make more money. If you want some cheap entertainment, you can always swing by the TikTok platform. That's a lot of fun. And we always appreciate you for tuning in. Hey, guys, we would really take it as a big personal favor if you would give us a rating, leave a comment or two in the comment section on the podcast platform. And as always, if you'd like, we'd love for you to share our Facebook page with a friend. and We'd be eternally grateful. Thank you for taking the time to tune in to this episode. We look forward to talking to you soon. And we really do hope you're having a better day. A better way to farm.com
You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.